0: Welcome back to Marshy's Corner, brought to you by Summit Heights Club. On today's episode, I have Junior Albert on the podcast again. Uh, my first my first guest that's been on twice now. Um, I guess that's not true, Max and Tim. Anyway, first legit guest. Um, yeah, this is another great pod. Obviously, that first podcast we did was uh, before he went over to Tokyo um, uh, to manage the boomers. Um, and now he's obviously in this podcast he was stuck in quarantine or isolation he's now out of that uh, but we're just getting this podcast to you now and yeah he just reflects on that whole trip to tokyo and what the boomers did and what it meant for basketball in australia and among other things it was it was cool to hear his experience over at the tokyo olympics so i hope you enjoy all righty junior or uh rose gold medalist manager is that how you is that how you go now
1: Ha. Uh I'm happy with whatever, to be honest.
0: <laughs> How you going?
1: I'm good, thanks, brother. How you doing?
0: No, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What are you what are you up to?
1: Uh man, I'm in quarantine at the moment. Um and just kicking back. We're uh here in Brisbane. Um, a great view of uh the um, Brisbane River and the bridge and the uh, only thing is we're in quarantine until uh, Tuesday twelve uh, 12.01 one a m. So excited to get out um, uh, on Tuesday and get up and visit my girls and see my girls. So yeah,
0: but if if so, feel- yeah. I was gonna say it feels like you've been in this quarantine for ages because. For some reason I thought you were getting out yet like last night, like or today. And so that, yeah. that's why when I messaged you, I was like, oh, like if you can't do this week, like because I in my head I was like, oh, he's gonna want to spend time with his family and everything. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah, so I yeah, man, it feels like you've been there for ages.
1: Um, you know, it's it's uh we got in last Monday. Yeah, last Monday. So today's what, Wednesday? Yeah. Um so to look back at it, it's gone a lot quicker than we expected. Okay. Uh, but it's it's not easy. It's definitely, it's one thing to hear about everyone being in quarantine. And then you come in and do it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. But given my situation, we've, we've been away for six weeks out of the country. You know, three weeks in one country and three weeks in another, um, and you know we've been out in that six weeks. I've had two days off, so every other day has been big days. Just like we touch base in LA.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, after we spoke there, I didn't finish till four hours later. So yeah, yeah even yeah. that was like
0: eight. It was late when we oh, when we called. That yeah.
1: was yeah. Yeah, you know, so still, still a late night, you know, so, um, but it's, I mean, you understand, we understand why, 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 you know, we have to do that. Um, but it's, yeah, it's definitely hard, especially I feel, I feel for the athletes that have to go back to Adelaide that have to quarantine for another 14 days. Um, yeah. or, or seven or 14 days it was. I, I, I don't think that, that's fair, but who uh, am
0: yeah.
1: I to Athletes have been away long enough as it is, and we've been in a bubble that we've been quarantined the whole time in the village, and you have to have your test in by a certain time. And then to come home to quarantine for two weeks and then another two weeks, but yeah, I personally don't think that's fair. And some of the families like uh, this brother, that was a gold medalist in um, from Adelaide, couldn't even he uh, couldn't even hug his child and his family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you know, that's just my just my my, my view and and take on take on it.
0: Yeah. No. Um, that's...
1: personally I, I would personally I would just say look why don't you just go all the way to Adelaide quarantine for a whole month at your house
0: yeah you
1: know what I mean like this makes sense yeah
0: yeah yeah I didn't realize that a lot of these athletes are having to do so so did you guys fly into Brisbane that's the only reason why
1: correct we had an option to go to Darwin or Brisbane uh, I chose Brisbane because obviously I had I had to make sure that everyone checked out and left the, from the boomers had left the village and there was nothing left over and everyone's getting home uh, and all our equipment and everything's packed to go. Um, so we came to Brisbane. We were the last charter flight on the Sunday night. Yeah, okay. Uh, on, the, on the Monday coming back home.
0: And you guys, you guys can't even like interact in the hotel, hey?
1: No. Nah, no. Nah. So we, We have a chat group, me, Sophie, and Goulding. So we have our own chat group, and we'll be on the phone and texting each other and training and checking up on what our food's like and figuring out what we're having for
0: dinner. Are they taking Um, care of you? Is
1: the food good? Man, the city of Brisbane is looking after uh, us,
0: guaranteed. I've been seeing that.
1: Man, we got Moomoo's tonight, Moomoo's steak tonight. We had Lutzi look after us our first few nights in with the pizzas. We had uh, this Stanley's amazing Chinese restaurant sent us stuff. Oh, man. Where are you? Prison coming left, right, and center? I ain't going to say no.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And it's
1: delicious. Like, food's delicious. Food, food's delicious, so...
0: What are you doing? That's no, good. What are you, what are you doing with yourself to stay entertained?
1: Um, so I've got an exercise
0: bike. Um, where is it? Right there. Oh, yeah, nice.
1: i got some weights and dumbbells right there. Set it up there during the day. This is my room. Pretty, uh, and just a, lo- a bathroom and shower and toilet down there and Brisbane River down here, if you can see that real well but that's really there. And yeah, so, Podcast City, Podcast City me up, (laughs) I think it's my third one I think. Oh, is it? I got got another one tomorrow, I got four tomorrow, I got one tomorrow.
0: Oh, cool. I'll have to check those out. Um, Yeah, nice. Are you just chilling out, eh?
1: Just chilling and recovering. and. Missing my girl.
0: Yeah, it's almost. You're almost and, there. You're almost there.
1: Yeah, almost there, and soaking up the excitement of what we've just accomplished. Pretty
0: much. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into that. But have you watched the? You watching <laughs> any Netflix while you're there?
1: Yeah, man. I've been actually just going back to some Marvel movies and nice kicking back some movies on Stan and on Netflix. And I was gonna
0: say, have, um, you, have you watched the the Malice in the Palace Docker yet?
1: No, I only just seen that. I might watch that tonight actually.
0: Yeah, I started. It, I'm gonna try I'm gonna watch it tonight as well, actually. So but nice, uh, nice. Yeah, I started it last night, but I, I fell asleep. Not because it was boring, but it was it was a good start. I was just I was knackered, but um but yeah, but let's get into uh the whole thing. So last time we chatted yeah. last time we chatted we, you had just landed in Vegas and you're about to start your games. You hadn't played a game yet. So yeah. how was how were I mean, we obviously got to see how you guys performed, which was really well in the Vegas, in all those Vegas games. But um, yeah, what was it like?
1: Um, you know, it was it was great. Um, the best part of just uh, now we're putting our practice to work after you know our camp in in a camp in uh in LA, um. You know, putting through going through the plays, running the processes and the system and uh, you know, obviously having kids and X, you know, cooks in there, Cooksy with us, so it was having them be a part of it too. Um you know, obviously if you watched if you're from outside looking in and I had to ask you a question of how do you think our what what was your uh, thoughts and vibe on how we were as a team on and off the floor in the game what would you say
0: through the Vegas or the whole thing I through mean the, through the Vegas. You, you could just see straight away uh, that you guys were there it was like a business trip if yeah. that makes sense like you were there and it was like everyone as soon as the games were on like you guys were just locked in, and you could tell that you were very much on a on a mission.
1: Yeah, exactly. What you saying.
0: Like the intensity definitely started from that first game. The yep. first game was Nigeria. Hey, yeah, it was a bit of a shaky start, and then the back end of the game. Uh, Argentina. Sorry. Oh, yeah, it was Argentina. You're right. Yep. It was a shaky start, and then
1: yeah, slow start, and then Paddy. Knocked down the three in the last two That's seconds. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so definitely, as you see, just the culture off the floor, as I've been saying, um, it was our connection on the floor, you know, our, our team bond, our team uh, unity, our becoming a family in a short amount of time. Um you know, uh, the boys trusted, you know, they, they knew what the process was. They applied the process and went to work. And then, yeah, Patty drops. It's a, it's a strong game against Argentina and you're playing Scolo, who's five time Olympian, who's about to finish up and we play him again in, we play him again in, in Japan and we get the farewell such a big legend
0: that was emotional
1: yeah definitely it was it was probably one of the most um to be part of something like i've never been a part of something like that so it was was amazing to see we literally stood there i swear it would have been at least five minutes just under five minutes everyone was just um you know giving him that the you know the the um uh, just respecting him for what he's done, you know. Yeah, and he's he's got his his commitment and uh, to basketball, so it was good to be a part of.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and then so you guys obviously, actually, uh, I um, I did enjoy the. I was going to say the Australian Boomers Instagram. Like, you guys did a great job of like. Sh- like showing the culture that was going into it, and showing the, um, I guess how these guys like Ingles and Paddy and Deli and these guys that are Baines, these guys that have been around for a while, how they were kind of introducing the uh, these younger guys into it. I was also following Matisse's vlogs. I saw yeah. you on there when I when I saw it. I was watching with um I was watching with my mate and I, you know that Leonardo the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the TV. I don't
1: know if you oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was yeah. me. I was like, "Hey, it's it's Junior." <laughs> What's he doing? There? Uh, uh, yeah. Now Matisse is uh, yeah, Matisse is a um, and you you I've never met someone so just so chilled, so intelligent, funny, but doesn't mean to be funny. Is such a great uh um presence about himself. Yeah um so coming in he owned it he was um he just owned being an Aussie you know and then when we sit down to have dinner I'm like geez how are you enjoying this dreams I've been playing basketball for however long and I've never enjoyed my basketball ever since I put this green and gold jersey on.
0: That's cool.
1: So you know, like he's excited. The boys, all the boys, are excited for our next tour, you know, our next World Cup and our next Olympics, etc. Yeah. You know, so,
0: like you, we will kind of like like obviously, I mean, all of Australia was so excited with the bronze, and we're gonna kind of like I kind of want to like get to that, but yeah. um, but there was that feeling of as soon as it was done, it was kind of just like I saw Patty kind of huddle everyone together and everything. And we didn't actually get to see what he was saying, but we did get to hear it later on. But straight away, I kind of, I said to my mate who I was watching the game with, um, I was like, this is really just the start. This is really just the start of Australian basketball. I mean, it's been happening, like we've been growing, but people people are really excited for this. I was like, what's to come is going to be really, really big. Um, and, we, and,
1: and remember, we played with only 11 guys yeah. in the bronze game. We... Yeah, wait, we played with eight guys. We played with eight guys in one game. Yep. You know, Josh and Duop didn't get, get any minutes. You know, so you play with eight guys against. So they did play, but against Team USA. Right, yeah. Right well, po- Team USA, we only played, they came in right at the end, you know what I mean? So you're playing all these games with 11 guys and you, you can't bring in your replacement guys because we're past that window that you know the rules state that um um state that you know within three days or once we commence camp uh selection if anything happens they can come in but yeah. oh, we've missed that so now we're just having to go with what we
0: have yeah and
1: you know what they did an amazing job
0: i mean they they were phenomenal and we did uh my last podcast um i had a couple of my mates on and we did our own like uh, Olympic uh, basketball awards like our MVP, our rookie of the tournament, defensive. Yeah I've seen that I've
1: seen that yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. That was cool.
0: And my mate in the podcast asked he said do you think Australia wins that game if Ben Simmons is in it against USA and I said dude we might win that. I, I was like I genuinely believe I mean we were, we were, up, by, we were up by 15, 16 so yeah. like we're yeah. obviously able to compete against them but I thought that if we had Aaron Baines in that game because we did struggle a little bit just on like rebounding wise. And a lot of their run came off the back of obviously just team USA is very athletic and you got to be out keeping off the boards and, and someone like Aaron Baines, he would have just negated that. And I feel yeah. like that 15 point lead, we hold on to it a little bit easier if we have him um, just, and that's just talking about defensively, not even what he brings. Like he, he's able to stretch the court. He's obviously a big body inside as well. Um, and so, I, I kind of said to him, I was like, obviously, Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons and he's going to bring a lot, but the team that we took away, like, we were very unfortunate to lose that starting centerpiece, like, yeah, um, and we still competed, is- like, we still competed without one of our main guys, so.
1: Yeah, every game. Every game. Every game. And just the second half against Team USA was just our, you know, tough one to, to, you know, have that that um get into just trying to compete against him you're saying you know Booker was hitting uh he made everything was hitting, you know everyone was everyone is hitting Durant couldn't miss a shot no no rim all
0: net. I thought Nick like, I thought Nick Kay actually did a really good job on him. Like there was yeah. never a time where Durant was like getting to the rim really. Like everything he yeah. made was a contested shot, but he's just Kevin Durant. It's
1: Well you think about it, we're we're not feeling we're not fielding Son. We're not fielding Ben. Yeah. We're not fielding Bangsy. So there's another three big boys, you know. Yeah. And you know, well, you you're bringing Ben in. You're running the same position as Durant, right? Yeah. So now you yeah, got you got two two guys similar height ball handlers. Now you freed up Patty and Patty and Joe. You know, anything can happen. So, but the ball in Patty's hand,
0: like that's clutch it's 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 out of this world and and i kept on telling i was telling my friends before because a lot of them haven't watched the international basketball i got a lot of footy friends that are kind of just getting into the into basketball i was telling them i was like they're like do we really have a chance i was like you don't understand who patty is like yeah it's it's really easy to just look at the nba look at the stats look who gets like gets on their their social media pages and things like that but Like, Patty's chosen to be in a system with the Spurs where he plays a systematic basketball. Like, he does his job for them. But there's been times throughout his career where he... I mean, I don't know this personally, obviously, but it feels like there's times where he could have gone... You saw what he's done when when guys in Portland were out-injured and he comes out and he puts up 35. Like, you've seen what he does for the Spurs when people are out-injured. He can have huge games. He's had huge games in the finals, playoffs, like he's always if you've watched him enough you understand what he's capable of and yep. um and yeah especially in, in that bronze medal game he came out i think he put up not uh, i want to say he put up was it nine or eleven? Nine or eleven threes no. and, and there was as eleven eleven threes yeah. with like five minutes to go in this in the first half and i was like there's no way he like he's definitely not going to win or lose this game wondering like he's Definitely just putting Australia on his back right now. Yeah. And, um, and he was, I mean, 42 and nine, like he was obviously a, incredible in that game.
1: Yeah. Well, and a big, uh, you know, like a big, big props and, um, to his, to our SNC guy, you know, uh, Carl, um, he's from Melbourne, um, to the, uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, uh, individual personal coach back in the States, you know, like DJ, like this guys, these guys are like, you see what he was working on, his moves, his, his spacing and giving him, like, you're, you're giving enough space and then you're making, getting ankle breakers on these guys who like skates, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like, these aren't just stuff that he just pulls out in the game, like in his sessions, if you watch his Instagram stories, like, he's practicing these things because he knows that it's going to be lethal when it comes to a game, game situation. So,
0: Yeah, I, I, shared yeah. On, I shared on my coaching page um, a video of him practicing. There was like a video that was going around of him practicing and it was him starting with like his hip to the basket and like yeah. his little turn onto that one foot and things like that and him working on those things and then it kind of showed the yeah. videos of him making those same shots in a game. And it's like these shots—they don't happen on accident. Like, if you want to, if you're yeah. a smaller guard and you want to have an ability to be able to create space in different yeah. ways, like Patty, Patty's a perfect example for all those young Australians.
1: Yeah, um, perfect. He's uh, exactly, um,
0: yeah.
1: It's um, it's encouraging, you know. It's encouraging to be around such a such a like a. Obviously, a good friend of mine, been around the Mills family for a while, but such a leader, like uh, a leader that has presence that can just, um, you know, just you feel it. You feel what he brings. It's, um, and he brings that every day. Yeah, on the brings that every day, every every movement, every location. It's just, it's. And you see why, you know, like, he is who he is. I mean, amazing parents to to bring up, you know, their son and the way they have and to, for him to carry and identify who he is as an Australian, like, first and foremost, what his Indigenous culture means, but then what being an Australian is
0: yeah.
1: and who are the Australians. You got your indigenous and non-indigenous. That's Australia. You know what I mean. And um, when we had these conversations and just identifying these to questions that Matisse would ask, or questions like um, you know, Duop would ask, or Josh, you know, like it's now you're tapping into a different, like a yeah, different level right now. Yeah. Like these boys are wanting to know why we have such an amazing culture you know um the, the seventh australian sevens coach texted me after the game and his message was junior congratulations on being able to make history my highlight of being in the olympic village was being around the australian boomers and a- it wasn't because we had it wasn't because we had um um, you know, high elite athletes in the whole country is because who we identified as boomers was being in Australia. Yeah. You know, and and that for him, it was just like, you guys carry yourself, you carry your, you're proud of who you are, you respect who you are. You identify both indigenous and non-indigenous you you move around with all three flags, not once did we miss a flag every everywhere we went, part of my setup and in the hotel, in the practice facility, in our locker rooms, I we identified who Australians are, indigenous and non-indigenous, yeah, both of our indigenous cultures, you know, plus being an Australian, that's what an Australian was. so. I'm still like, I'm still hasn't sunk in what the team has done so, and the impact it's had to the nation. We've just heard people, we've just heard yeah. stories. Like, we've just heard stories from all over the place, just crazy, you know. And yeah, I still, I won't have, I won't be able to have the best explanation of some up how it feels.
0: Oh, uh- do what what you guys achieved because, I mean, Australia's always competed at a at a very high level in so many different sports. Like we're very much a sporting nation, even though we're pretty small in the whole scheme of things. But um, but basketballs, it's become very popular in Australia, and but to com- to actually compete though. And and we've competed every year. Like the, I can't remember, was it 2012 that we played USA in our elimination game, and we were almost it was, it was a very close game at halftime. Yeah, and then
1: Kobe started to light it up.
0: Yeah, and yeah. and so like when you followed this for so long, like you under you could see the progression. You kind of knew, but but I guess if you if you're not a huge basketball fan, I think tuning into that game, you you could you could see everything. You could see the passion that Paddy played with. You could see the passion that guys like Ingles plays with. You could see Australia in that team. And like, I mean, I don't know if you've seen Gaze talking about the... Yeah, yeah we it. But I was in the fourth quarter. Like, my friend was teasing me because I was tearing up. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is a, the, the bronze medal game. Like, because I was just... I, I couldn't believe how I was responding to it. I was like, what the hell is yeah. going on? And then... We won, and I was like emotional again. And then I watched the gays interview. I was like, "I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the TV now." um But, but yeah, I think it it is what you're talking about. It's it's how you guys represented the team. Like you guys didn't come out. It it, it wasn't trying to be like all these different countries play with a different style. Like there's the Euro yeah. League. There's obviously Team USA and what they are. And then there was Australia, and you guys kind of just brought that battlers mentality. A real, yeah. just like you could just see the, the grind. Yeah, the grind. The, you're not going to back down from anyone. Um, kind of almost like, you know, it, it almost felt like a, you don't want to say it felt like a Queensland team, but when you think of the way that Queensland Maroons are looked at and against the New South yeah. Wales Blues, that's kind of the feeling that I felt like this team had. Um, yeah. But. But, yeah no it was it was it was so much fun to watch and um, all of Australia is just super proud like everyone was just so happy like I can't tell you how many texts I got like during the game after the game yeah. um,
1: I've never seen my phone yeah <laughs> I've never seen my I've I've never seen my phone with so many messages yeah it was ridiculous like it was just just everyone just so happy, excited and so super pumped for what we could bring and what we could bring home, you know, coming through the airport and, you know, they noticed who, you know, us, you know, obviously Jason and myself. And then, yeah, you see Chris and Sobey and they're like, Hey guys, like, congratulations on, and we've had, we've got other gold medalists and silver medals with us, like moving around with us, but. You know, they're like, "Hey, yo, that was an awesome game." You guys, like, the whole country was watching, and because we were the last team sport event,
0: yeah, it made a-
1: you know, it made a uh, it made a big difference. You know, so it's um, to have that confidence that you're coming out and you know that you're going to go play these final three games. It wasn't it wasn't about being cocky or overconfident. It was about believing that. We as a team, we as a family, we as Australians, could get it done. Yeah, and that's pretty much it was.
0: So I'm um, just trying to think. I've got so many questions. I'm just trying to think where to take this. I, I think actually, I, I want to go back because the question popped into my head before. What was it like? Because we, in our conversation, we talked about um, how you guys were pushing for Patty to be the flag bearer. Um, yeah, that obviously came into fruition. Like, what? What was it like? Obviously when that news was announced, but then also seeing him carrying the flag. Were you out in that with them when they were walking?
1: So the backstory to that is uh we found out that our, first of all, no one was marching. Um two days out, two uh two days out, um Patty's like, Hey, think they're marching. Think we there's a group marching. And so obviously the Opals and us were in there and, you know, we found out in LA in Vegas that Patty was going to be the flag bearer. Super excited. Like just after practice, everyone's stoked and still took Patty a bit for it to sink in for Patty hadn't sunk in yet. Um, So we get into the village and I didn't notice, but Patty said this in his interview. He's like, so I get a call. I get a call that, um, you know, we're allowed to bring someone with us an official official that's allowed to come with us to the march. so you know I automatically you know you're like coach coach has to go yeah you know he that's where he is he's coach has to go so he's he's obviously going to it so we're still and all that night so that day the night before that so I'm getting everything ready because what we do every tour if we get a a ceremony, a dress ceremony, i got to press everybody's coats and their shirts and iron all their shirts and do all their ties and do all the shorts there's 12 guys who got to get ready, yeah. you know, so we're going through this and getting this all ready and it's all ready to go the night before so then Pat Pat comes out from treatment and goes, hey Jun, I need to chat here. So, you know, I'm still, like, I'm excited to go to the food hall because I was super hungry. So I'm ready to kick off. We're going to wait for Patty to finish so we can go to dinner. And then Pat comes down and I see him on FaceTime and I see his wife there. Listen this is on the call. So like, what's this? What's going on here? And Pat's like, Hey, um, I just want to ask you something. So I've been chosen to bring a guest with me to the opening ceremony. And, and then, uh, um, and I was like, Oh, awesome. So, you know, like, and I've not planned anything I'm like. I know that I'm going to be chilling that night, relaxing, watching Pat rip in. So I'll be like kicking back. And then Pat goes, Junes, I want you to be in my plus one to to do the opening ceremony with me. Bro, I lost it. I was in tears. Yeah. I'm like bawling my eyes out just because the significance of how important it was for Patty to carry it. Yeah. Now I'm coming to the opening ceremony and I'm crying in Susie O'Neill our four-time, five-time Olympian medalist walks past, and is like, junior, you're right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm bawling my eyes out. Pat's like, Pat's like, yo, junior don't don't cry in front of Susie, you know, like. So, see, one to be a part of Olympics, amazing. Two to be part of history, and witness the whole process of Pat getting ready to. We even receive a flag, now we're walking out onto the oval of those things. Never going to forget it. That's, Never going to
0: forget it. That's so cool. That's, it's just the, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to put into words. Just the, the significance of it, of just like, I mean, obviously the years you've put in, um understanding especially like getting an insight after that last podcast into like what goes into your role and stuff and how much you've put into it and and then obviously having patty as the that first indigenous flag bearer and then you yourself getting to walk getting picked by him to go there i can only just imagine what you were thinking in that moment
1: so it's so it's so significant because it was when we received the news, just him knowing that he was going to be the flag bearer, we were excited. We were just so excited, like the team was just pumped that he was going to be the flag bearer. And then now, um, and then now we're going to ceremony. He's about to pick up his flag, and we're all there witnessing this. Like, and then now we're walking out into this massive stadium. And just the it, it it was it was definitely quiet like it, it definitely was different, but you didn't even feel it. Felt like there's people in there. It felt the atmosphere was just special. Like it was just so it was so unique to just be a part of it. You know? Yeah. And Pat said it, it hadn't hit home like it it hadn't sunk in yet. Even when we were on the bus going out there. Um, I don't know. You might have seen some of my posts of. Me and him riding in a bus and all of us getting ready and yeah. Big Bainsy and all the boys. So we're all going out there. So yeah, we were super excited for him to um uh to be to just be there, you know, like it was special.
0: You I, I like I hope he did get a chance to like think about like what like how significant that was. Like I'm sure there was a part of him that was very locked into the job that was that he was about to do obviously coming out to represent australia in the basketball but yeah no that was uh it was a very special moment to watch that's for sure
1: well if you think about it we cracked we made history three times we beat team usa back to back yeah on. we won um yeah we won uh three friendly matches uh pre-olympics Paddy got the um go uh, the the flag bearer. We got we got bronze. Actually, yeah, bronze. First time an Australian team has won uh lost has played nine games and lost one and won the bronze medal. And then first time an Australian athlete has scored forty two points. That- so in that whole six weeks we made like history how many times? Yeah. You know, like we were just oh, this one, tech next next thing, let's go for it. Win the game. Next one, next one. Just kept rolling. And I didn't notice this didn't notice significance of what we had done until we were like flying home. We we're like, damn. That's what happened. Like we you know, as a team and as a as a as a boomers we were able to come home with that and finish it off with a bronze medal yeah like
0: yeah it was it was special that's awesome how how does um how does it go so you like obviously you guys lose to team usa and then you got a backup it was it two days later or like was there a yeah. day break so yeah day break then you're playing again yeah. like yeah what what is it like to you Especially in, because I mean, if we're just speaking realistically, we had a 15 point lead and yep. and uh, and especially in a FIBA game, like that's real big. That's like a 25 point lead in an NBA game if people don't watch a lot of yep. FIBA. Um, obviously, like it just as athletes are going to leave that game, they're going to go, dang, like we, we lost that one. But then you've got to switch that mindset straight away. Hey, and that's what I was most scared about like when we lost that game team usa especially in the fashion that we did like if it was like it was just neck and neck the whole way but we did have that lead and then i was like how are we gonna like i wonder how the team's gonna respond what what went yeah. into those two days
1: so whatever it doesn't see and you know behind closed doors we're literally obviously quite bus on the way home quite bus, quite in the locker room you know obviously packing up and just getting everything done as normal, you know, we 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 whether win or lose, we clean up our locker room, make sure it's how we leave it. Exactly how every every team that every tour it's the same. Whether you get smashed by thirty, whether you win by thirty, that's who we are as a as a team and as a as a representative of our nation. Um everything was as normal. Boys on the bus, quiet, you know, bus ride on the way home, quiet. Um, we get back to the hotel, we go to get dinner, everyone's chilling. Everyone's quiet slowly, you know, and then I think at about uh what time? It might have been about six o'clock and Joe puts a message in the chat. All right boys, you, you've done you've done having enough of your your little sook and your little Sulking and you're crying about, you know, what we did, we're done. We're ready to go get a bronze. Everyone just like responding, let's go. You know, everyone's just like, all right, we're ready for this. Next, we went to dinner. We, we went to dinner next day, ready for it, recover, resting. Who was ever working out that day, that day, bronze medal day? We knew that that was going to be our game. Yeah. Like we knew that we were we the losing wasn't an option. Not an option.
0: And that that Slovenian team was good. That they were really good. And they yeah. didn't they didn't have the NBA names, but um I'm not even gonna try to remember what their names were. But they're like obviously they have Luca. Um but then they're both number-
1: brothers. You yeah. know, both brothers. you know, both Dutch brothers there.
0: Yeah. And then they got the number seven. He's really good. I think I forget his name. Um, The little shooter? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: They are ballers. Like, they were legit ballers. But you just had to shut Luca down from having an option. Yeah. And not giving him an option and just, you know. And, man, it was so good to watch because the best part of it and the, the part I love about my job is that you're in that, You're in that circle that the whole country is watching into that circle. And if the camera could just be on every player, one camera per play, and you just see how much emotion and how much confidence they had, like, man, it just brings you, like, chill, like goosebumps. Like, the guys were just, all right, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, stick with the process alright, this is what we're doing, let's go, bang, boomers on three, out, we're out, bang, off we go, come back, regather, regroup, back out again, you know, so, 12 timeouts a game, right? Yeah. So, you know, so you're six timeouts a half, uh, six timeouts a half, and you're out there just going at it. So, no, yeah, yeah, and, and having the coaches we have, like, um, like Maddie Nielsen and the chocolate, you know the um, uh, magic chocolate. John really like you know Adam Capone, um and 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 Gorge. Like, geez, that's that's a good that's a good coaching crew.
0: I mean, the team, the team. The, there's no question that the team was ready to go from the start and everyone's roles were extremely defined. Like it seemed like everyone knew exactly what they were meant to do when they're on the court. And, and I think, um, I don't think there was a player in our team that didn't at least almost everyone played above themselves, I think. And they just, they just owned their role. And, and I mean, I'll, I'll use one example bubbles is one of my favorite players like in general just in basketball in general but i was thinking when they took him away in the squad i was like how's he gonna go defensively that was like my biggest question in my head um but you could you could ask any of my friends how much i like i like watching bubbles play and then he came out and i was just like man like he's just doing his job like he's so good and there's no question on what he can do in terms of putting the basketball in the hoop so um he obviously had some some big some big baskets throughout the whole thing but it was just yeah, it was such it was such an easy team to root for. Hey. Like it's just they did they made it very easy. I mean, I was always gonna support the boomers, obviously, but it was a it was just such a pleasure to watch them. And um and yeah. I loved Matisse. He really <laughs> I, I really did like defensively. The way he can anticipate, um, I've talked to I I was talking to this with one of my friends, just like a lot of young guys, they can like come in, they're long and they're athletic and they can play good defense because of that. But that's not why he, I mean, it is a part of the reason why he's good, but his just anticipation is just, like it just blows my mind. Like a lot of guys play passing lanes really well and they can be in like that, that split area and that's where they get their picks and stuff. But he's forcing us to pick up a dribble And then anticipating where they're passing the ball when he's on them and getting a hand to it. And I just, he's one of the best defenders I've ever seen. Um, Honestly.
1: He's, uh, should watch some of our practice sessions. Wish they captured some of that on content. Man, never seen someone close out three meters and block the ball.
0: Okay, yeah. I was going to say, he had this one play in the Slovenia game Where he uh, he got beat, I think it was Luca on the baseline. I can't quite remember who he gets beat on the the baseline, and he he recovers and he's gonna kind of like he was like kind of going at the ball from behind, and then they've kicked it out to the opposite baseline, and he's made it. He's gone from that one baseline, recovered, and then contested the shot on the other baseline. I don't and I don't know if he blocked it or if he just contested it, but. I was like, when he did that, I was like, there's no way with this guy on the court that we're going to lose this game. Like, it was one of the most impressive defensive plays I've seen. And I thought that that play defined his whole, like in the bronze medal game, defined his whole tournament because he was just phenomenal defensively. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um,
1: he, um, and, and that's what Patty and Joe bring out of the group. Yeah. You know, just that leadership of that expectation of who we are and while we're playing in the green and gold. You know, so when you've got leaders like that who uh, have been in this program since past 2008, Asia Cup and, you know, and and Joey's been having the Olympics now, and now we're down nine years later, from 10 years later, we're here in, um, to, in Japan to, like, um, go for this bronze. Like, these guys speak, you know, it's not... How what they say, but it's their leadership and their character that just that just engages the young guys to become better, you know. So to become better as a person, but then even better athlete. Like there's more that you can offer, and they definitely bring it out of them, you know. So it's you know yeah yeah. So becoming on the court, and then he just he's just going off, you know and. You know, everyone's gonna make mistakes, it's gonna happen. It's a game.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. So no. um I do have a few other questions. What was um this obviously isn't your first Olympics. What was it like being in the village this time around?
1: Uh this this village uh wasn't the um it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was actually really pretty it was pretty good. Um for for an isolation bubble lockdown that you can go out of, it, it did it, it did its purpose. Um, there was, you know, there was uh, they obviously had stuff in the village and activities and for teams to do stuff and like uh, arcade area and you know all this kind of stuff and games. So they, there was stuff going on that the players could keep entertained, you know. So yeah. It it was great. Food was food. Always obviously repetitive, but there was you know you talk about every culture that any food that represents every different like different denomination is in is in their mouth. think about it, it's in the only stuff that wasn't in there was like McDonald's and KFC and yeah. stuff that we like. You know what I mean? So like it's none of that. But this is the first time they haven't had it in the in the village. Every other. Olympics it's always in there especially McDonald's eh?
0: yeah I've seen that's always like where like the Olympic the athletes go once they finish competing like they all just usually head to Macca's
1: yeah 24 hours everything was 24 hours so you can you could be eating two three in the morning if you
0: was it the same like that this year
1: yeah
0: yeah 24 hours were you able to Mm -hmm. uh sorry were you able to um like maneuver around and watch any of the other sports too much, or uh, you would. I imagine um, you were pretty busy most, like, yeah, because you're kind um,
1: of just working. Yeah, if if we had the opportunity and the free time, you are oh, definitely, most definitely, would you, you'd want to go. But I don't think I, I I'd have to be on call close by. Yeah, you know, so maybe you um, think you wouldn't be able to watch, but you you want it to be you know, close by to make sure everything's running smooth, et cetera, you know, so, yeah. Was that? You were you were allowed to get out to go watch other stuff.
0: Yeah. Was there anything that you kind of like penciled in, like, I really hope I get to go watch that?
1: Uh, I wanted to go watch the seventh players. Yeah. So, I wanted to go watch Fiji play, you know, the seventh tournament that day. Well, I think actually a lot of the boys would want to go watch that.
0: They were unbelievable. Um,
1: the, yeah. They were yeah they were awesome. They were in the same building as we, so we stayed in. We had we had eleven floors. Australia had eleven floors, and there was like Kenya, um, in Angola, and then the Pacific Islands. So, they were all different Pacific Islands had their own area. So,
0: yeah, okay, cool. So, um, did you was there anyone any of the other Australian athletes that you got to know? for like the first time on this tour that was like just kind of a cool guy or a cool girl or? Um,
1: Everyone was pretty cool. Everyone, you know, um, and one thing we don't see is how much the AOC, we hear about it a lot on the news, but you know how much AOC did to make this this Olympic tour really beneficial for the players. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, our headquarters was awesome. We had we had a crazy awesome coffee set up, two baristas rolling like big days. Um, we had a hydration area which is it was just like walking into coals or woolies and you can just pick what you wanted. It was just belonged to Australia. Um, we had twenty four hour vending machine, drink machines, um, media rooms. It was the place was set up pretty well. Like it was, it really, it was really. Patty said is the best he's seen.
0: Yeah, cool. Sweet. Um, so, I'm I'm just trying to think where I want to go. I had so many questions, but um, this has been good. <laughs> uh, I guess. So like, we go into that bronze medal game, we win. What? What was that? I, I really love. There's this photo of you taking the selfie, and then Patty's talking to KD and and stuff that's like <laughs> yeah. for, for me just knowing you i'm like that photo's all time i love that photo um yeah, but we'll, um, i had this actually i actually had this conversation with a friend um where i was like i know it's not silver like i know we maybe we were unlucky that we just we we happened to cross with usa um and saying like another world like maybe we don't cross with them and we we get through even though i felt like we could have beat them in that game obviously but um say we get through to that game and then we lose to them there instead of losing to them in the semifinal. i was like i wonder if we look at it the same because like that that's the weird thing about team sports in the olympics is if you win a silver you lose your last game but we obviously we lost in that semi-final and we got to go play in that bronze medal game and it's just it's different when you win that last game hey and just yeah. being able to celebrate. And like, it felt like Australia was more happier than France, <laughs> like.
1: Yo, so when we were, I, and I'll get to you, I'll answer your question, but leading to that answer, um, when we were on the podium and the boys were getting, our got our medals, we were the, we were so loud on the court that everyone thought we won the gold medal. <laughs> That's how excited we were. Like, the boys were over the moon, like, just super excited like um, uh, France and Team USA but our boys were just there like that was that was what we came to do we came to get a medal we obviously came to get a gold medal but we needed to get past the quarterfinals to be able to cement uh, cement an, a second chance option to play right? Yeah. So you missed the goal and now you got a chance to but if we had lost a game in our in our in our pool game, that would have changed everything. That yeah. means we could have gone a different route to get into playing. Yeah, you know, playing for silver and gold, etc. You know, as it is, but, but I, we got that up. Yeah, I was going like, to
0: say you don't. You, I I think that that does a that does something to a team if you start looking over and you're going, oh USA is losing some games. Like, do yeah. we lose one to miss them? I I don't think that's how you you prepare for sport because that just that just prepares for losing and (laughs) and you guys obviously went over with that excellence
1: yeah exactly you just like go win your game yeah let's get a win Let's just once we complete the game rest let's get ready for the next one really so um it's definitely it's definitely a one of my best my best tour to be a part of
0: yeah that's cool what was the uh celebrations like afterwards my favorite was my i love bronze metal bubbles like some of the photos and videos coming out of him was just so funny
1: oh, he, was, he was he 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 got onto it early and he was enjoying it and soaking it in he was like "Dunes, where's my second jersey where's my second green jersey i want to wear my second green jersey i like sweet everybody want to wear your second green jersey out tonight on the way back of the bus. So we obviously have two sets of green, yeah. three sets of gold. So I always carry second set green with us every time um in a game. And I just like all right. So they once they get finished the medal, they showered. Everyone go ready, put their singlets on. Now the party begins. Everyone's just heading back to the hotel and getting back at like one o'clock in the morning. Um, Getting back at one o'clock in the morning, and then now we're rolling into, rolling into the village, blasting like our, all our Australian tunes, full on rolling down, and it's loud as crazy. It's raining, and we're just walking down. The boys are obviously having a great time. We and we're coming down, and obviously I was in front of the light, like in front of the crew, and I could hear like people cheering. we're Like, man, who, who's still awake? We get around the corner, look down at the Australian headquarters, and all the Aussies were out ready waiting for us to come back. And that,
0: that's like, so mad.
1: That the boys just clicked on, they're like, no, we're definitely partying tonight. <laughs> so they had a great night, you know? They, they had an awesome night.
0: Yeah. Obviously what stays at the what happens at the party stays at the party, but who was the MVP of the after party? Doesn't even have to be a basketballer if there was other guys around.
1: Um, I'd say Joe Ingalls.
0: that doesn't surprise me for some reason Joe Ingalls. yeah,
1: I'd say Joe Ingalls is our MVP. He was just awesome. He was just loving it. I've never seen him just enjoyed so much, yeah, you know it, it just meant so much to him, and I just stayed up with him till like two two three in the morning, make sure everyone was all good, and I was like, all right, I'm out, I'm off to bed. Wake up in the morning, boys are still on the balcony chilling in the sun, coffee, beer, one hand, coffee in the other hand. Like, like, enjoy it. You deserve it, you know? So
0: They absolutely do. <clears throat> they did awesome. Um I reckon that's a good place to finish it up, man. Thank you for your time. Um welcome,
1: brother. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for thank you for having me. Well, thank you for everything you did for that basketball team. Um, obviously if someone's listening to this and they didn't listen to the first one, um, you can kind of listen to what your role entails, but it's a you do a lot, and uh, on behalf of everyone that doesn't understand what goes on behind the scenes, thank you for prepare, just preparing this team and um, preparing a team that made history. That's pretty awesome, man.
1: I appreciate it. Thanks. Um, thank you for having me on the show. It's honored to. I'm always, you know, like I I love getting on the podcast because it's a part of the. It's part. My area is a part where no one. Hears or sees about. Yeah. So, and then you see everything that takes guess everyone to find out, you know, what happens, what's your role, what do you do? Like, and you know, and then they're like, "Cheese!" like, that's a, that's a big role. You're not just doing water and towels. No. Yeah, I'm definitely not just doing water and towels.
0: <laughs> no, no. No, it, it so kinda, I was just going to say, it, it kind of starts with you. Like, the, the, obviously, there's team leaders, there's player leaders, but you're setting that standard for them to even walk into so
1: i appreciate it thank you thank you i appreciate it thank you so much it's uh i'm I'm honored i'm honored i'm humbled I'm uh to be a part of history to represent the the friends and the families that have been a part of my journey and been a part of uh being able to get me where where to where i am and now it's about being able to teach and and inspire other kids like don't have to be a basketball player There's support staff role yeah you know there's other roles within being in a professional environment that you can be a part of so um yeah excited for it bro excited
0: yeah no no thank you very much for coming on and um enjoy seeing your family
1: so um i can't wait and tell you what i can't wait to see my daughter and my wife um excited bro i'm really excited
0: (laughs) yeah awesome well cheers bro